Give your heart some love with circulation-boosting bioactives proven to improve blood flow for better oxygen and nutrient delivery. Boost circulation from day one for better cardiovascular performance that keeps improving over time. Try Cocovia Cardio Health Supplement, available as a capsule or a powder. Visit Cocovia.com today. That's C-O-C-O-A-V-I-A.com and use coupon code CCV20 to get 20% off your order. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety. Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? One angry New York City Puerto Rican decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the Wimpy. The Wimpy. to the Crotch Out Radio Show, where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the means. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, then strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I am your host, Louis B. I literally do not take no shit from anyone. I What I do is I expose the bullshits of society. And I bring it to you in a nice, neatly wrapped package. So that way you could digest it and get pissed off. <laughs> um, today won't be any different. As you can hear, I am doing an outdoor live broadcast from uh, the Spreaker app. Uh, I, I really love this app. I'm actually, they, they improved it. Um, I could play the intro. I could play the outro now. All I do with a, 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 you know, all broadcasting live from my 4G LTE uh, smartphone as I'm on my way to an open mic. And um, let me start off by saying, fuck Chris Geo, Chris Geo of True Frequency Radio. I tell you this because uh, for the past, I guess, month already, 
he has come back into my life to start fucking with me again because of a blog I made to defend myself. Check it out. Uh, ChrisGeodeception.blogspot.com. He has had um, one of my Facebook accounts shut down and he tried to have my Twitter shut down. And I was able to get that uh, brought back up uh, yesterday. And uh, he keeps sending me emails as a, as a fake attorney. Um, recent email he just sent me as a, uh, well, as a fake publicist. So now he, uh, he sent me the name of a lawyer that, he's, that he said is going to represent him. I call the Laurel firm. They don't know who the fuck he is. Or the publicist. So, again, trying to intimidate me, saying, oh, I'm going to sue you. When he first tried to sue me, a judge threw it out. Um, he has no copyright. It's not slander. My site is not slander because it's all telling the truth. He even sent a letter to my grandmother saying that, it, you know, so basically what I have up there is all fact. And if, and if what I'm doing is causing him a loss, he can't prove that what I've done is cause him a loss in revenue since he's doing so much better now. I mean, I, do I want him to fail? Yeah, of course, because he's an asshole. But am I going to go out my way to start freaking making up, try to, try to like do shit? No, I don't got time. I'm doing my own thing. I just want to, at this point, I just want to be left the fuck alone. But this dude, because he couldn't get no fucking pussy from uh, my, my aunt, Christy, he, he's still fucking butthurt. So the fact that I won't freaking stand with him and freaking let him continue with his bullshit lies, you know, he's trying to fucking wreck everything about me right now. Which, so far, it ain't working. It ain't never going to work. He's, uh, let him do what he got to do. He wants to waste his time and fuck with me when, you know, honestly, if, if I had a show on a big network, a weekend show on the network, you'd think I would be paying attention to some little, sh- some fucking schmuck fucking with a blog? Like, if I'm so, if, if, ev- if everything I'm saying is wrong the fuck I care. I mean, there's a blog, there are blogs about me calling me a rapist. (laughs) There are blogs out there saying that I was in jail for taking drugs, none of which are true. In fact, those records are not me. So, I mean, I can't get those taken down uh, because uh, those are freedom of speech. So I just got to live with it. So what? Uh, you know, the fact that he has to take time. And, and the only reason why I'm saying this is because, you know what? I haven't spoken about this dude since he started fucking with me again. He doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to be spoken about. Easy. Stop fucking with me. Just deal with the fact that there's a fucking blog, expo- you know, basically exposing you for the simp ass motherfucker you are. And, you know, just deal with it. And if you've really changed, freaking change. If you want to show me, if you want to freaking show me up, beat me by living better. (laughs) That's how you're going to beat me. Beat me by becoming a better person like you 
want everyone to uh, believe you are, Chris. Go ahead. Like you know, I, I'm you know, and, and look, I'm a I'm a better person than I was a year ago. A year, ladies and gentlemen, the Brooklyn National Anthem. Yes, broadcasting live from outdoors. So, anyway, so this son of a bitch freaking does a I'm impersonating myself uh, complaint on my Twitter. And I had to go through up. Uh, I had to go through heaven and hell just to prove to Twitter that I am Louis B. So I went through all this shit, you know. And and it still kind of it still pisses me off that how easy it is for someone to have your shit taken down over uh, like lie and have your shit taken down, and they don't even they don't even give you a chance to prove. Yourself, they don't even they don't even ask for somebody to like. Oh, really? You he believe you? Uh, he's not who he says he is. Okay, so who is he? Prove prove that he's impersonating somebody. Well, of course they don't do that. They don't. So I got thirty minutes to get to the open mic. I'm on my way to the my Monday night open mic right now. So they they don't they don't do all that like honestly when it comes to social media it should be like oh it should be like um how they have it for um like when it comes to all right what do you call it what do you call it you know uh, uh when it comes to the legal system you're innocent to proven guilty. It, the burden of proof should be on the person accusing you of, of try, what they're flagging you for. But no, places like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, all someone has to do is fill out that stupid little rinky-dink complaint form, and you're gone, and you can't... And they don't even allow you to prove your fucking innocence. They got no... They, they don't spend the money to, to, to look through your accounts and see if you're in violation of anything. They just, uh, they just delete you and you, everything you work for is gone. Everything you work for, work for is gone. Honestly, they should bring it back to how it was. If someone could, if someone makes a video saying that you're a fucking asshole, and I know I'm going to shoot myself in the foot because then that would mean other people could call me an asshole and make videos about, you know, about my assholeness, whether true or, or, or fake. <laughs> you know, it should be able to stay up. You should be like, oh, well, I guess, you know, fuck. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, but it's like we 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 live in such a fucking and ooh, and if this ain't a segue to my next topic, we live in such an overly sensitive fucking bitch ass society that any little thing offend could offend somebody. You fight, you talk about your love of puppies. Oh, I'm highly offended that you only like husky puppies. And not Chihuahua puppies. That's racist. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to work again, or you know, 
You can't, you can't work things out. You can't have a nice discussion. Oh, I'm offended. I should block you and delete you because I'm so overly fucking sensitive. And, you know, look, as all of you know, listen to my show, I got a fucking mouth on me. And if you're a friend of mine, you should know I have a mouth on me. But a lot of times, me personally, I have no control with what you're offended by. I have zero control with what offends you. Like I said, I could be talking about how I like uh, how fluffy husky puppies are and someone's going to get fucking offended. For example, I'm a stand-up comedian. I use my social media to sometimes test out jokes and punchlines. If they land and I get a lot of LOLs on the comments, I use them on stage. Where I further, you know, uh, where I will further uh, uh, test it out, tweak it, and see what uh, what I get. You know, like um, I made this one joke when Oscar De La Renta died. Is like I like to thank Oscar De La Renta for passing away because it helped me identify all the chicks that friend zoned me. Yeah, because when they messaged me, when they messaged me to tell me about his passing, I knew which ones won't ne- will never suck my dick. That was the that was the original punchline. Honestly, in hindsight, it wasn't a very good punchline. So I changed it. I rewrote it. But before I was able to like delete it and and do it because I put it out there. A, no, a female comedian, I'm not going to name her, and she's never been on the show. I try to have her on the show, but, yeah, whatever. She just she just commented with a, ew, and deleted me. It's like, oh. So, I, and this is the thing that kind of, like, annoyed me. I'm like, but you're a comedian. We attempt to fucking tell jokes. We, you know, and I've heard her set. A lot of her set is not PC. It's funny, but it's not, it's not politically correct. And it's not like I was trying to fuck her. So, you know, it was just me making an off-color comment as a joke, as an attempt for a joke. Everyone else realized it was a joke. But, you know, but again, it was a shitty, it was a shitty punchline. The punchline that I rewrote it is, um, now I know which one of my female, which one of, which one of, the, which one of them thinks I'm gay. Which is funnier. And, I mean, this has always been a problem. Everybody knows if you're friends with me, I say some outlandish shit for jokes. And unless I know what your personal line is, I'm probably going to offend you. And, and, and you, you know what? It's not my fault you get offended. Because if I don't know the line, I don't know where your morality is. Or I don't know what will, what you, what you don't like. Don't fucking chastise me. Because, you know, because it's like you're projecting your bullshit onto me. 
Like, and, and, and honestly, it's all relative. What I find funny, you might find offensive. What I find offensive, you might not be, find funny. But the difference between me and you is, if I find something offensive, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll just let it, let it rock. They're like, oh, well, shit. Unless, unless you're talking about, I don't know, what my, what the fuck is my line? Because either way, if you piss me off, I'm just gonna st- I'll keep you on and just fucking argue with you until until you know we agree on a fucking square off place. If you're a dude, but you know, in the history of my life, I've said some outlandish shit to make fun of situations, serious situations, like um. You know, and people like to people like to like label you after you say something. Oh, you're sexist or you're racist. You're this. Uh, uh, first of all, if I could use uh, the great Paul Mooney's definition of racism, I cannot be a racist. I can't make laws stopping someone from getting a job or or making money or whatever. I don't have that power. I don't have the power to... And and honestly, how's about we use the same fucking logic when it comes to sexism? I can't be sexist. You know why? Because I have no power stopping a woman from getting a job. I have no power... um, (laughs) I have no power stopping a woman from advancing, becoming a doctor or anything. I can't. You know, I, I have no power getting a woman fired. I have no power, like, I you know, and on top of that, I don't rape. And if a woman, if a woman doesn't want me talking to her, I don't talk to her. So, using that logic, how the fuck am I a sexist? Just because I say, oh, well, now I know, now I know the women that are not going to suck my dick. I mean, come on, Jesus Christ, really? Oh, that's a sexist comment. That offends all women. Really? Then women need to lighten up if they want to go come into comedy. I mean, for fuck's sake. Like, that that is the whole point of stand-up comedy is to fucking make jokes about negative shit. And say some fucking, make people laugh at some outlandish shit. You know what? It's pretty outlandish that I'm pointing out chicks that are not going to suck my dick. It's ridiculous. It's supposed to be fucking funny. Duh. And then, you know, today. Uh, a fr- oh, I guess former friend of mine. I don't know, whatever. She, she says she forgave me, but she, she deleted me from Facebook. But unfortunately, I got to see her <laughs> a lot. Um, I made, you know, she, she made reference to a joke that I said in private. When I was with her, uh, on the job, on the job. Let me let me clarify. Um, and and I said, and I made a raggedy. Yeah, well, she said, oh, you were making fun of me because I was on a banana boat. And she said that publicly on Facebook. So I'm like, yeah, because uh, it was like um, referencing. It was a. Uh, she was commenting on an article of people of New York faces of people of New York something. 
and it was some dude that he came he came here on a banana boat and um fucking let me just walk around the block he came here on the banana boat and she's like see you know he made it here on the banana boat and it's possible i'm like yeah but you came here with with just raggedy underwear on and it was a fucking joke and she took offense to it and she's like what you said was really offensive really offensive and honestly this is not the first time she's deleted and blocked me because of a joke or or just misinterpreting shit that i've said um and it's really it really comes to it really hit me today that when people get offended and get mad at you what they say it's really cuz they're projecting their bullshit onto you she i think i think i i heard her with the whole banana boat comment because she is an immigrant she's an immigrant she just got her green card congratulations blah 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 i was making a fucking harmless joke in pri- in private but her problem is it's not it's not it was offensive because you said it publicly like okay you're gonna fucking set rules after the fact. You okay? So what makes? So what if I would have said, "Yo, that this offended me." You said the public. That joke was meant uh, to be private. Like the whole privacy thing went out the fucking went out the fucking window when you start talking about shit that we said between me and you. Because after that conversation, I didn't go on Facebook and said, "Oh, I think my friend da 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 came off a fucking banana boat." Like, I got enough sense as that, but once you fucking make reference to it, and I make a joke, and you're mad because I said it publicly, and it embarrassed you, I mean, shit, I'm a goddamn comedian for fuck's sake. Like, I don't know what fucking people don't understand. I say shit. You know, and, and, and here's the fucked up thing. If they were to say a joke... Like a mean joke, and I got upset. Oh, you're a comedian. You're supposed to have a thick skin. You're supposed to. Do, I'm like, all right. So I'm, you know, my, my you know, I'm not supposed. I'm not supposed to be so fucking overly sensitive when when you say shit to me, but when I come back at you, and it's something outlandish and shit, don't get mad at me. Like, come on. It's like. It really made... She's like, oh, and now you wonder why people delete and block you. Yes, I do wonder why people delete and block me. For what I... For words. For words. Because you know where I, I grew up in the era where sticks and stones could break your bones, but words would never hurt you. I grew up in an era where, you know, hey, you don't want people fucking making fun of you because your weight? How's about you lose some weight? Uh, where people were like, oh, why, teacher, teachers would be like, oh, why are you so fat? Have you thought about trying to lose weight or, or like hell when I when I was working my first as a stock boy at a King's Pharmacy here, you know, back in the day, my fucking manager's like, why are you so fat? <laughs> like, God damn, for real. Why am I so fat? Yeah, like I got I got spoken to like I'm a son of a bitch and I had to let, let that shit go off my back. It's like, and not, but now we live in such a fucking PC ass society where you say anything fucking wrong. Oh shit, we got someone chat, chatting. We got brown eyed, brown eyed girl. 
got brown eyed girl, we got apocalypse listening. But we live in such a fucking bullshit society where, in case you didn't know, I'm broadcasting outside. I'm 15 minutes before I do, uh, well, I have to, a uh, little less, like 10 minutes before I go in for the open mic. But, you know. Brown eyed girl. Dude, I don't know that song, but it's like, brown eyed girl. That's all I know. But, you know, we live in such a fucking society where, you know, now everybody's so, oh, bullying is wrong. Bully. You know what? You know how, you know what my anti-bullying tactic was? And my father taught me. It was like, if a dude puts his hands on you, you send his fucking ass to the hospital. That was my anti-bullying fucking after school special fucking lesson to learn. Yo, yo, and, and, and my father was like this, he's like, yo, you kick his ass or I kick your ass, but you ain't running from a fight, I don't care if there are more than, more than five dudes, you stand there and you fucking go in and you fucking, you, cat, you, 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 find the, you find the leader and you beat that faggot to a pole. And yes, he said faggot, oh my God, oh shit. This is why part of me misses the fucking 90s. Like, honestly, Williamsburg wouldn't be what it was if it was still the fucking 90s. All these fucking hoity-toity shops. I'm just, you know what? I'm just bullshitting, but I'm just mad because a lot of these fucking men's clothing stores don't carry my size. They don't cater to the plus-size gentlemen. I'm just, I'm just hating. <laughs> nah. But still, this whole, this whole fucking overly sensitive PC bullshit wouldn't exist. Just, you know. It's really fucking annoying. Well, I got two people in the chat room. Brown-eyed girl and Apocalypse. Uh, what are you guys thinking? Let me, let me hear your thoughts. Type it up, please. As I'm outside. Outside the, the bar. Waiting for the open mic to start. It's like, honestly, if this is the fucking way stand-up comedy is going to go, it's like, oh, you got to be careful what you say. All right. So say goodbye to people like, say goodbye to any, any new Bill Hicks coming out who is my personal hero because he spoke the truth and his shit is still relevant. You can listen to Bill Hicks's material and it's still relevant today. You could listen to a lot of what George Carlin said. A lot of his stuff is still relevant today. Lenny Bruce. Like, and that's the point of comedy is being fucking brutally, brutally, brute, brute, brute honest. Just to show how ridiculous society is and show, hey, look, ain't it bullshit that this happens? Ain't it bullshit that we're so worried about this? I mean, my thing right now is I'm going around, I'm going to go around and start saying, hey, I'm the first Puerto Rican cisgendered male comedian. Because apparently, just being plain straight is just a fucking offensive. It's like, just because I'm a straight guy, I'm a, I'm a fucking bigot somehow. Even though I don't go around beating up gay people. Like, I give a shit. You know, I don't go around, I don't, like, honestly, I don't go around screaming, faggots, like, I don't give a shit. 
be like, you know, God bless. God bless. <laughs> if you decide to adopt, I'll be the uncle. I don't give a shit. The only thing that I hate, the only thing I hate, and they, they freaking connected it to a fucking ethnicity and shit, is the whole hood rat ghetto mentality. And, and you know, uh, you know, any, anybody could be a hood rat. Anybody could be ghetto. That's the shit that fucking annoys me because you know why? Because it's just people just willingly being ignorant. The saying sticks and stones may break my bones isn't something that's said anymore. Everything is offensive and this world is turning into a big giant wimp fest. Yeah, Apocalypse, it is. Like, you know, honestly, the only time when words offend me is when it's trying to fucking shut down my freedom of speech. When it go, when it's like when words, words fucking hurt me when they fucking start using it to fucking make complaints on my fucking social media saying that I'm impersonating someone or I'm violating the rules, but I'm not. But hell, these people don't want to fucking investigate whether I'm violating rules and shit. Words, words fucking hurt me is when I'm the one following the fucking rules and playing the game the way it's supposed to be played and someone could just come out and fucking cheat and still fuck your shit over and it's perfectly fine and you're a fucking asshole if you complain about it. Like, oh, why are you letting it bother you? Like, the shit hurts me when they use those words instead of fucking, if you don't like what I say, hey, turn me off. If you don't like what I say... Walk out. If you don't like anything I do, then don't associate with me. But don't, like, but if you're going to do that, do how I do it. I do it quietly. If someone pisses me off, I don't freaking try to be like, I don't fucking try to change them or try to fucking make a point. Like, ew, I delete you because of this, 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 this. Just fucking go away. Fuck. Because all you do is going to cause an argument. Oh, man. I got four more minutes before I head in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and this has been the bane of my existence ever since starting this radio show eight years ago. And it's many different uh, places where it's been. The one constant is I said something that offended someone else, but a lot of times it was in, it was a, it was me reacting to someone else's fucking bullshit. And then instead of fucking coming back at me, they fucking reported me. Be like, oh, he got me too good. And, and now he violated. It was hate speech, hate speech, hate speech. This fucking whole hate speech shit. You know what? If someone calls you a fat, deal with it. If someone calls you a fat fuck, deal with it. I've been called the spick, a nigger. I, you know what? Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, shit. Like, I mean, it's just, it just, it's just a hypocrite. It's so hypocritical to be like, oh, because you said this, I'm offended. Like, first of all, how the fuck am I supposed to know that was going to offend you? Like, do I go in? Do I go around thinking, oh, I'm going to offend people sometimes? Sometimes I do. 
Like, I, if, if, if I'm going to an open mic and a particular room is fucking hostile, I know it's going to be hostile, I go in there like fucking the Expendables and I just fucking start opening fire. Like, fuck it. But most of the time, no. Most of the time, I'm trying to make someone laugh. I'm trying to entertain somebody. And my joke doesn't land. Whoops. Does that mean I'm a fucking bad person? No. But the fact of the matter is, as soon as someone feels offended, all that, or, you, you know, you don't get the fucking benefit of the doubt. Brown-eyed girl's been called a spick. Oh, goodness. Oh, Jesus. They shouldn't call, they shouldn't call you a spick, brown-eyed girl. Brown-eyed girl. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. I don't know. I mean, hell, I go on Omegle and I fucking make people laugh. I mean, I had this, I had this uh, couple from uh, South Carolina rolling. And I was talking about, I was just making fun of how, you know, she has like a fucking horny face on. Like, you know, you can tell she got a wet spot and shit. And they were dying. Dying. I don't know. It's just everyone has gotten so goddamn sensitive. And unfortunately, because... You know, because everyone's gotten sensitive. You know, I think I've gotten a little sensitive, too, about shit. And I'm trying to, like, fucking beat that bitch back. Like, no, 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 no. I will not be a bitch. I will not be a bitch. But it's like... It's just not fair because everyone else can be a bitch. And you're trying not to be a bitch. And it makes fucking life hard because, you know, when you say shit, (laughs) they're going to be a bitch about it. Now he is going to have that song stuck in his head all day. No, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'll probably end up Googling it as soon as I get home. And brown eye girl. I think that's Billy Joel. Am I right? Is that is that a Billy Joel song? So. Anyways. Uh, that's my time. I got to go in and do my open mic. So. As always. Thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter on at Louis B1 or at Louis B Comedy. Follow me both on both of them. I have two because someone tried to have it shut down. Listen to the beginning of the show when this replays. And uh, oh, and if you're doing holiday shopping, please go to my uh, my uh, my blog, rantingluib.blogspot.com. That's rantingluib.blogspot.com, and click the Amazon links. It does not add. It doesn't uh, add to the price. It, it, the prices stay the same, and whenever you buy something, it gives the Crush Shot Radio. Well, it gives me uh, credit, and it helps me to continue going on. So yeah, uh, thank you for listening, Brown Eyed Girl, Apocalypse, everyone else. This has been Louis B. And as always, from my house to your house, mahalo. And that's the end of my show. Donk.
Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. I'm off to visit my mom and her boyfriend, Jim, for the holidays. I used to tease them about all the smoke detectors at their house, even though it saved the day when I burnt the pizza to a crisp that one time. I just couldn't take my eyes off the game. Thank goodness for that smoke detector doing its job. Relying on what works is important, not just for me, but for my mom and Jim. That's why I got vaccinated for COVID-19 before traveling for the holidays. Keep relying on what works. Visit vaccines.gov for more COVID-19 info.